I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hi, Boomer and Geo Company Live. The Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network on this Feel Good Friday. You know, yesterday I interviewed this guy, Matt Hamachek, and he's the producer and director of The Dynasty. That is what is running right now about the New England Patriots. I know New England Patriot fans aren't probably very happy with it, but again, you got to remember that it's not a highlight film. What can they not be? Happy it's a documentary. About? Well, I mean, honestly, you I mean, won all those Super Bowls, and you're not happy about the some, documentary. Some, Go some. screw! Right. Well, some are, God. but uh, he is a fascinating guy to interview, and I know that they're right in the middle of the series right now. So I think Al and I decided that we're going to try to book him later in March. Right? Yes, mid March. Right, and, uh, you know, I mean, you've already asked me, like, five questions about the damn thing because you're so interested in it. Yeah, I'm locked into it. I think four episodes are out already. Yes. Which I've watched, and two more come out tonight, two more next week, two more. So it took them two and a half half years to put the Dynasty uh, documentary together. Uh, It's kind of loosely based on the book Dynasty, written by Jeff Benedict. And and this guy Matt Hamachek also did the Tiger documentary. Oh, okay, but Tiger didn't participate in that. Did no, he? he didn't. He didn't. But uh, it was it was. I think he had over seventy interviewed subjects, um, two and a half years, uh, trying to make sure that you get all the right people to answer the right questions. Your sense, Al, as a football fan, and of course we've been covering the Patriots for two decades, so it's like nuts. What what do you think about it? I just like that they got all of the major players that you would want to hear from. Everybody is in this thing and seemingly telling the truth. It doesn't seem like anybody's really hiding anything until kind of you get the Bill Belichick and the Flategate. Or no, Spygate. That was the one. I confused the two. They have so, had so many different things. When you get to <laughs> Spygate with him, he pretty much shuts down. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think there was a conversation between he and Robert Kraft about Spygate. And I think Robert Kraft asked Bill Belichick, uh, so how much does Spygate or spying on the other sidelines or video on the other sidelines and the signals really help you? And Bill Belichick said, I don't know, 1%. 
And he goes, we're going through all of this because you, you need to be helped 1%. He actually called them he, he called Rob, him a schmuck. Or, yeah, or an idiot or a schmuck or I something. I called him yeah. a schmuck, yeah. Schmuck? Yeah. You called his own head coach a schmuck? Because, man, for 1% of, like, I mean, so this is kind of like the unique triangle of, of uh, Robert Kraft, Tom Brady, and Bill Belichick, and then everybody in between and around you know, the relationships, what went on, the decision-making, and things of that nature. I I've, I have found it fascinating thus far. Have they touched on the Aaron Hernandez stuff? They will. They will. Okay. Yes. And they're going to get deep into that or just go... Uh, do I don't it? know how deep they'll get into it, but they'll get deep into it. It's very weird to see Tom Brady. He looks like a completely different person. Like, now he looks like a grown adult male. And back then, he just looked like a doofus. Yeah. Totally like a was. total doofus. Like a, right, well, you say doofus. I'll, I'll say a regular guy. Yeah, like no one looked at him like he was a cool guy or nothing. Like, and, th- and that's how Hamachek laid it out to me. So they, they did two and a half years of this, I don't know, miles and miles and miles of tape, and having to you know cut out some things and put things together, try to tell the arc of the story and all that other stuff. And like I said, it really wasn't a highlight film. It's just a documentary of how... These guys going to nine Super Bowls, winning six of them, uh, having all of this success over this elongated period of time and a lot of decisions that were made during that time. Yeah, then there was the Malcolm Butler benching uh, in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. Yep. There's Spygate. There's the Flategate. I I think, Bill, if I had to think back to that time and those times, I think Bill Belichick was disgusted with the Flategate because it came after Spygate and the Flategate he had nothing to do with. That is true. I remember those press conferences where... Go ask Tom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Over and over and over again. And I think that that situation there really strained that relationship if, if I'm looking at it from, you know, where I was sitting. I mean, all these years later, what a stupid, stupid thing that was. I mean, honestly... The, the the PSI and the footballs. I mean, that was just a conference that was getting their ass handed to them forever by one particular team and a head coach and a quarterback. And then they conspired with each other to try to take them down with the tiniest thing, like deflated footballs. Well, just I, so I, I do. You also have to understand the bigger picture of what happened. Because in the playoff game against the Baltimore Ravens, so I say multiple teams: the Ravens yeah. and the Colts, well, and then well, the whole thing but you about have to the. Understand, like, I got you know not to get. I did the game. Yeah. I was doing the game, uh, and I remember John Harbaugh was going crazy. The Ravens were winning the game, and all of a sudden the Patriots won up tempo offense. They were doing the ineligible eligible receiver right. thing, mm-hmm. you know. And of course, you know when you're in the playoffs with the Patriots, they're going to do something that's going to end up having a. To, to do with the rule change the next year. Yep. And the rule change now, as you see, they will not allow the offense to snap the ball until the defense can identify everybody on offense. And that came out of that game. And I remember after the game, Tom Brady responded to the post-game press conference from John Harbaugh, who claimed that while the Patriots may have not have broken rules, they were, they were pushing the envelope. And they were doing things that you know shouldn't be done on the football field or whatever, the, however you put it. But Tom Brady came out and said, look, we know the rules very well. And then, of course, the next game, it was the Indianapolis Colts. And the GM at that time was Ryan Grigson, who was with the Baltimore Ravens, if you remember, yeah. and close to John Harbaugh. Okay, Tom Brady, you know the rules? And how are you, how come your balls are underinflated? <laughs> uh, yep. And that's where that came out of. It came out of because of the sniping, back, I believe, the sniping back and forth after the post-game press conferences 
between the Patriots and the Ravens and that playoff game. Did you ask this documentarian yes. uh, if he found or tried to find the two equipment guys who have fallen off the face of the earth? Uh, I did. I don't know if that will make. I don't know. It was in the middle of the conversation somewhere. But did he, did he find them? No. He, nobody knows where they are. No, no. I might have been there, arms and legs, out in Babylon. <laughs> Suffolk County Police found yesterday. Nah, I don't know. I think they probably got paid off, and they're probably living in Aruba somewhere. Have to be. Have to be. I mean, it's unbelievable. And if you remember, during that whole time, Tom Brady would not give up his cell phone. To yeah, Roger but then Cadell he destroyed it. Then he destroyed yeah. it, and Roger, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on. It's still time. really stupid, the whole thing. But Yeah, and, and the, the kind of interesting thing that Matt was telling me, Matt Hamachek was telling me yesterday, was that, you know, the news was leading with the PSI football and then following up with ISIS. <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. Once again, silly, silly thing. Uh, what about this Jerry Jones paternity thing? This has gotten crazy now as a judge has upheld a decision requiring Jerry Jones to take a paternity test as part of a legal dispute with a 27-year-old woman who claims the billionaire, as I'm reading for the AP, is her biological father. Now, what this woman is is doing, uh, she, Davis is her last name, uh, Al, uh, Alexandra Davis, and her mother, Cynthia Davis, uh, reached out with, or reached with Jones two years after she was born, a settlement in 1998 that said Jones would support them financially as long as they didn't publicly say that she was Alexandra's father. Something that Jerry Jones has denied. So the original lawsuit claimed that Jones pursued Cynthia Davis, who was also married at the time after they met while she was working for American Airlines out of Little Rock, Arkansas. This is like classic. It's like a flight attendant. <laughs> Their settlement allegedly called for Jones to pay Cynthia Davis $375,000 and for Alexandra Davis to receive a certain monthly and annual and special funding from a trust until she was 21 as well as lump sum payments when she turned 24, 26, and 28. Attorneys for Jones says Alexandra Davis has received millions of dollars from Jones in her lifetime, according to court documents. Now, if that is true, then clearly we know what's going on here. Well, you don't need to have the paternity test. Right. I mean, why, that's, why would you need to have it? That's a paper. And I would, if I'm Jerry Jones, if anything, I'd be like, well, let's take the paternity test to find out that I'm not the father in this situation, and then all this stuff I don't need to go through. You do it uh, with the Maury Povich show. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Didn't you love those? <laughs> I love that stuff. Where do they find those people? In America, man. <laughs> That's where they found them. <laughs> We're doing all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I am. I'm fascinated by this, and I wonder why. But if, but she's already received millions, right? That's what she's claiming. She has already received money. Well, the the mother, the alleged mo the the mother in this situation, Cynthia Davis. So what? What's the daughter want out of it now? I don't know. Maybe the payments have stopped. It said twenty six, or maybe they wanted more cash. Yeah, maybe more more cash. I don't know. But I mean, Jerry Jones. I can't imagine. Like he's eighty one years old right now. He's talking himself about dying. Yes, we've heard that. Jerry brought that up many times. And then, like, 
this is out there, and he's got all these attorneys fighting and fighting and fighting for him. It's been going on for a couple of years, and now he is he is legally legally has to do a. But why? I mean, I, what I don't understand is why. Because it's a. I mean, if he if he basically did what you're saying that the story says he did, yeah. But why does he have to do it again? You think she's just trying to embarrass him or something, or what's going on? Yeah, I I I don't know. It's a good question. Or may, I mean, maybe this this money has run out, and so he held up his end of the obligation. Yeah, and and maybe I I don't and I guess because no matter what settlement you have, isn't wouldn't it be like back pay, child support stuff? It's probably it's all about money. That's why. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, so she probably wants more money. I mean, we could say that she got all the money and all of you know three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars and a trust and everything else, but. She clearly wants more, even if that was true, all the payments that Jerry Jones made. So that's probably what... I don't think it's just to embarrass him. I think it's... She, she's like, well, hell, let's go. You're my dad. You're a billionaire. Yeah, I want to be on a yacht. I mean, sooner or later, she's got to grow up and she's got to, you know... You would think live her life, right? Well, it sounds like... I, mean, I don't know that she's not living her life. You know? I don't know. I mean, if it's hard to put myself in those shoes, but... I guess if I if I found out or thought that one of my parents was a billionaire who tried to cover up my birth, would I would I pursue that in any way? I don't know. It depends how successful I was in my life. Probably, like if I was doing well and I found out about this, I'd be like, you know what, this is just no point, and I'm, I'm fine. I'll be all right. Yeah, but, but if I was but, someone who was really struggling in life, and and I'm like I'm convinced that this dude's my father, I would pro- I would probably go after him. Probably. Well, of course he's the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah forget. I mean, but it's not. I don't think it's just any. Like I don't think this is a Giants or Eagles fan who's doing this. Like I just think it's more that the fact that he's a billionaire more than the fact that he's the owner but of the, the Dallas sto- Cowboys. But the story basically says that he had, they had signed an agreement. That's what the that's what the lawsuit alleges. Yes. Okay. So the lawsuit the from, lawsuit alleges that he, you know, basically lived up to the agreement and did everything he said he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Then why at this point would you need to have a paternity test? John in Brooklyn, what's going on, John? Nothing. So she probably wants a paternity test because if and when Jerry dies, she has claims to the estate as a as a child of this. That'd be. Yeah, I mean, that's probably yeah. a large estate, too, right? I mean, you would think so, but I would think that he'd probably be moving that estate around right now and protecting it. Yeah. Yeah, but she but she would also have, she would be able to fight in court and get some money out of it. I don't know. You Are you a lawyer, uh, John, or no? No. No. I don't know. I guess if he, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking that if he signed all these things and did all these things and took care of all these things for all these years. Yeah. That he held up what he was supposed to do. You are the father. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just got to get Jerry in here and ask him about it. Jerry Recco or Jerry Jones? Jerry Recco. Oh, I heard Jerry talking about it this morning. Oh, uh, he did? Yeah. And we can bring it back up. Oh, is that something you guys were talking about on the uh, warm-up show? Yeah, we did bring this up this morning. Okay. We didn't really have any answers other than uh, we were just having fun with Jerry Jones. Oh, he was? Okay. Well, if this were you, Al, if you were this woman... Yes. Would you be pursuing this? I would. You would. Yeah, why not? Get some cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess why not? 
Well, I, I, hey, listen, maybe, maybe, maybe there is something to be said about going after some money after he dies. Bring the wood. <laughs> oh, boy. It's just weird. Like, Jerry Jones in the 90s, like Jerry and I were saying, like, the Cowboys were riding high in the 90s. Oh, yeah, they were. This guy was probably going town to town going, no. <laughs> You'd probably think if she was a flight attendant, it was on a private jet. Maybe. But, like, do these, this is what I don't understand about this whole situation. Like, it's not that easy to get pregnant. Like, he had to, like, go out of his way not to, you know what I mean? Like, he, the, the real question is, did like, he tip her after this? It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> How many drinks did he have? You know, I, listen, I think uh, about this all the time, especially being a guy who went through infertility with my wife twice to get our two children. Like when I hear these stories about like a one night stand pregnancy, it's like it blows my mind. Like yeah, you I, can't imagine. It. Like we had to get like sperm and eggs extracted from our bodies and then put together by a doctor and then replanted inside just to have a baby. And he just stops this flight attendant in 1995, and all of a sudden, they got a daughter. But he doesn't think about, like, this woman could possibly get pregnant? That's the part I don't understand. He's, ro- it's a, it's a, he's, he's, he's rolling the wheel of, you know, he might be hammered, not thinking about it. He's in the moment. He's like, hey, what are the chances that we got ovulation right now? Probably not good. But then he got screwed. That's what yeah, happened. Literally. But it's like someone like Nick Cannon, I see, with 15 children. Or Tyreek Hill's got a football team at this point, too. It's like, how? It's amazing, the fertility of some people. I mean, honestly, Jerry Jones was probably, at that time, you're right. He was probably, those sperm were so cocky at that point in his life. (laughs) It's one thing to dwell on taking it out. Uh (laughs) Jesus, God. Those sperm had just won Super Bowls, and they were popping around. Both they were Super Rally. Yeah, you know it. Wrong. They were, they were going to find that egg no matter what, just like they found the Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> the, the, the Michael Irvin and Troy Aikman of sperm were in there. <laughs> there was no chance that Bad. they were going to be rejected. Oh, my goodness. You imagine, I mean, I was just thinking, like, so that was, what, 93, 4, 5, something, right? Yeah, right around there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan in CBS Sports. Good morning. Good morning is right. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Moore and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry Recco back with us. He's got another update on his feel-good Friday. What's up, Jerry? We are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. And also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. We'll get through some of the nuts and bolts before we get to a couple of other odds and ends that we got for you. Nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. Odds and ends. Yeah, I love that. Nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts and odds and ends. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, right. yes, it is. Blanket <laughs> or spanking odds and ends, nuts and bolts. <laughs> buzz no buzz. Buzz yes. no buzz. Why would you say buzz last night with the Warriors and Steph Curry and Draymond Green and Clay Thompson coming to town? Took on the Knicks and wound up beating the Knicks. Chris Paul takes the pass and then knocks down the mid-range jumper. Skillful. And it's back up to a 15-point Warriors lead. Wants to talk it over. Yeah, Warriors led throughout in this game. Knicks made a couple of runs, could never get all the way back. Warriors win 110-99. That was Brian Anderson on TNT with the uh, the jump shot from Chris Paul. Steph Curry did have 31 points and 11 rebounds. Jalen Brunson, 27 in the loss. The Knicks have struggled of late. At least on this night, what could have been done better? Not turn the ball over. Um, stay confident within myself. And, um, not worry about whatever else is happening. Um, just focus on whatever I can do to help the team win. Which he does on a daily basis, as we know, which is why you just got to move on and not worry about it. We're on to Cleveland, for sure. We clearly need to be better. Um, we could definitely learn from our past, but uh, we don't want to dwell on it. Um, because the windshield's bigger. Is that what you said earlier? Windshield's bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason, Jerry. <laughs> That's exactly right. We're moving on. Here's Steve Kerr. Brunson's pretty damn good. Do what we could against them. Jalen's such a great player, and he, he's able to get wherever he wants, generally, and, and uh, so crafty in the lane. And um, I thought Moses just did, did a great job of... Uh, Just making it as difficult as possible. 27 in the loss. Golden State started the game on a 14-0 run that never looked back. As for the Nets, they beat the Hawks 124-97. Cam Johnson at 29. Dennis Schroeder with 23 and 7 assists. The Spurs beat the Thunder 132-118 as Victor Wembanyama had 28 points and 12 boards. And the Lakers over the Wizards in overtime 134-131. Anthony Davis, 40 points, 15 rebounds. Here he was on that 40-point night. I mean, we celebrated. When they're not doubling, I try to be more aggressive. Uh, when they are trying to make the right reads, um, they did a lot of like heavy digs to try to throw me off. But Not throwing him off, though. Not when he's shooting 14 of 22 and hitting his LeBron at 31. Washington has dropped 13 in a row. Uh, along the lines of the NBA, you got Shannon Sharp, the Chato Josinko uh, Nightcap podcast, but this was Gilbert Arenas co-hosting with Sharp. Oh, uh, and uh, now it's all good. He's, he was recounting a story from Miami when Pat Riley got into a mood. And remember there was the one day you came in here and you just cleaned everything off, said, throw this out, get rid of this, let's clean this crap up? Yes. So apparently that was uh, a similar situation in terms of Riley looking at the team, didn't like what he saw. Here was Arenas. On the plane, Pat Riley decided to say, we all going on a diet. Get all the sweets, all the stuff off the plane. Everybody's like, oh, hold on. Uh, you know, those cookies right there is LeBron James. I don't give a who cookies they are. Everything off the plane. So everybody like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> 
He about to leave there. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the plane takes off, and you wonder the, what then happened. Braun comes on. Hey, stewardess, can I get the, uh, the chocolate chip cookies? And it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't have any more cookies on the plane. He's like, no, 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 they're over there. No, um, Pat Roddy had everything thrown off. Did he know those were my cookies? Yeah, he kind of actually said, I don't I don't care whose cookies. <laughs> You know, everybody's looking, trying to keep their head down because they don't want to make eye contact. And right there, yeah. oh, oh, this is personal. <laughs> and apparently they got into it a little bit. Oh, wow. because Supposedly. I mean, it's a long time ago. Yeah. But yeah, but that was uh, Pat Riley flexing his muscle and <laughs> get this crap off the plane, which I thought was kind of funny. And then they were also talking about, which I don't have any audio, but apparently Damian Lillard is having a difficult time in Milwaukee. Living alone, away from his kids. I guess him and his wife split this year, yes. too. So um, nothing funny there. Just they were discussing that in terms of what he is going through. Though the Bucks did win again last night. They have won uh, four games in a row. Some other some other stuff. The Mets lost to the Marlins 2-1. I'm sorry, but I'll take my shirt off and do some jumping jacks. <laughs> Jose Quintana allowed a couple of runs over an inning and two-thirds. Uh, in terms of what they're going to get out of the outfield, Carlos Mendoza on one. Starling Marte could be the key on what could be a successful season. For sure. This is a talented player. You know, and uh, you just can see it, the way he's moving around and the way the ball's coming off his bat and the bat speed and, and all that. And definitely, I mean, the, you know, I'm excited to watch him play. You better hope so because their pitching kind of stinks. Uh, Mets Cardinals coming up later today. Luis Severino will make the start. Yankees and Marlins played to a 0-0 game. Garrett Cole tonight, Yankees and Blue Jays. We have an update from Penis King. Oh! oh. Remember... <laughs> So after, remember we played all these uh, clips yesterday. We played, I read the awful announcing story. Yes. So after seeing the video that awful announcing put up of our show yesterday where we played all of the owl clips, um, Pat Tomasulo from WGM tweeted to me. Oh, did he? Oh, wow. You stuck right in the middle of this. He (sighs) said, uh, you want receipts? (laughs) It'd take me three days to cut that montage. I'm the... I'm the Shakespeare of Schlong. <laughs> said all along, there's plenty. If you want to go here, Al, it's all you. There's plenty room, plenty of room atop Penis Mountain. <laughs> I could be the uh, East Coast penis, and he could be Midwest penis <laughs> kings, if they want. <laughs> President of the East Coast chapter. We have a meeting in the. Once a year, we'll go out to, like, Las Vegas. We'll just talk about penis. A schlong. <laughs> the best part is you would. <laughs> oh, man. So there you have it. Um, the Rangers, is that guy a sports guy or just a regular? Like a- I believe he's the sports guy for WGN. Oh, okay. All right. He's their Bruce Beck. So, oh, wow. <laughs> Bruce Beck's like, man, how, how old is this? I should have been the king of penis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah that would have been great. Uh, I don't know how old he is. I would say he's probably late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, maybe. so Al's been talking about this a hell of a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, come on. Right, well, I love sausage. <laughs> I guess he's. Sausage. <laughs> sausage. <laughs> I guess he's. Here's my raw sausage. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> you know what? I take it back. He looks younger than that. Sausage. As a euphemism for a penis, <laughs> Eddie, how's how far back can you go? Can you tell? Uh, well, not really, because they were all entered uh, into this new system in 2014. But there are those that go back to 2007 for sure. Yes, 
I got to think about him too. With Al, I mean, Al didn't start his radio career in 2007. Right, he was on right. many shows for many years that talked penis. Yeah, we definitely talked penis in 2001, 2002. Ron and Fez show definitely. Yeah, <laughs> long time, man. Very involved. So he <laughs> he joined WGN in 2000 and 2005. Oh. He's a sports anchor for the WGN Morning News stand-up comic. Oh. Oh, Al, he's go. got a podcast, the penis podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he and I should do the penis podcast. <laughs> you could. Uh, so, yes, I, I, he's probably younger than I'm saying, actually. I'm going to say mid-30s, probably. Looks a little younger than... Uh, mid-30s? He's had that he, job he, since 2005. It's 19 years. Yeah, maybe not. He yeah. looks young. Mid-30s. He hasn't even really gotten involved with problems of the penis yet. <laughs> He's got to be older than that. All right, so maybe mid-40s. All right, fair enough. Yeah, we're all getting old, so you could be very right. Don't What's know. his name again? Pat Tomasulo. Okay. I don't see a Wikipedia page for him. I just saw his LinkedIn page. And it does not say his age, at least not what I saw right then and there. You see the photo? I do see the photo, And yeah. you see why I said mid-30s? He looks young. Yeah, he does look young. He looks like a lawyer in the picture that I'm seeing. Not a stand-up comic? He's 44 years old. Okay. Well, it was quick to find. Yeah. Good job, Jerry. You're jerking around all over here. <laughs> Actually, he just turned 45 years old. Oh. January 27th. Getting up there. 40, 45 years old. So I got him by 10 years because I'll be 55. Right. So, I mean, that's a Come decade on. of penis. Plus, and, and that's a key decade of penis. 45 to 55, oh, that's yeah. a key. Oh, yes. Though he was probably on it earlier than you were. No doubt, Jerry. <laughs> You were 27. <laughs> 23. I'm sorry. My bad. Uh, the Islanders with a good road win last night in Detroit. See if this is it. Barzell poke checked as he's trying to weave his way through. Stolen by Nelson and he scores! Oh, the Islanders get a gift and a dangerous man winds up with a puck on his stick and nobody to stop him. Yeah, he would score two goals on the night, part of a 5-3 win over the Red Wings. Matthew Barzell, Casey Sezikis, a goal and an assist apiece. Here was Patrick Wather, head coach, what they did well. Offensively, I thought we were jumping quick on pucks. Defensively, breakout, we were playing north-south, we were or, or south-north, whatever you want to call it. We were doing really well. Um, tracking was really good. Uh, really good. It was Barzell. I think what happened is Lou Lamarillo went down there and said, we're going to send all your asses to Edmonton and Winnipeg <laughs> and all these other Ottawa. Wherever. Let's get moving. Yeah, and then they started playing well. You're not wrong. Uh, here was Barzell. First time all season that the Islanders got an empty net goal. Yeah, just just take the pressure right off. So There's, it's Yeah, I mean, it's been... been Tough, just having a grind. Out Man, that was their like first seconds. Yes. goal. Yeah, because even Patrick Wall, oh, wow, uh, was told of it. He he wasn't aware. Obviously, hasn't been here all the years. That coach. Yeah. Um. So thought that was interesting. And finally, I'll leave, good old Tracy. I'll leave you with this. Uh, radio station one hundred one point nine. Not us, but the Fox in Australia. The Fox. The Fox from Australia. A beautiful moment on the Fifi, Fev, and Nick show. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, February 29th in Australia, it's a normal thing for a woman to propose to a man. So On every February day, yes. Okay. So every time the 29th comes around, I guess that's a common thing in Australia. I don't know. So they take part in this. I have loved growing with you and learning about you and watching you become the person you are. And I know that who I am is totally because of you. Um, and I can't wait to do this forever. Um, will you marry me? 
You're joking. <laughs> um, you're joking. Forever? Forever? You, you kidding me? <laughs> God. I've yeah. known you for oh. three weeks. Forever? <laughs> God. I haven't even got the third base with you. <laughs> Uh, that's got to be a bit, right? I don't think it was because he apparently felt so bad. The update is he then went back and proposed to her the next day because he felt awful. <laughs> All right, I was wrong there. <laughs> Sorry about that. He just said forever. He got a little caught up on that. But I love you, I think. I think I do. It's easy to get out of these things these days oh, as long as we man. don't have children. <laughs> I don't know why. I just found out you're kidding. I thought that was a li- And I couldn't help... You're joking. I couldn't help thinking of Al. Uh, <laughs> like if, if Gina proposed to him, <laughs> that might be his oh reaction. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, Yo, would be, that would be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> that would be amazing. You're joking. What would you do? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> you don't seem to have an answer for it. I do not have one. Oh, oh man, I might. It's a good thing you're not in Australia. It's a this past. Good I? <laughs> we could talk, talk about it. Boy, women will marry almost anybody. Oh God, yes. Right. There's someone out there for everybody. I'm so lovely. I've never been married. All right, thank okay. you, Jerry. <laughs> It's Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Bill <laughs> Ford Top Studio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
All right, Boomer and Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Shohei Otani announced his marriage out of nowhere on Instagram. The Dodgers were caught by surprise as well. They would have sent some gifts, I'm sure. Uh, he said just uh, as simple as this on Instagram. To all my friends and fans throughout, I have an announcement to make. Not only have I began a new chapter in my career with the Dodgers, but I also have... I'm just reading this. I know it's begun, but... I also have began a new life with someone from my native country of Japan who is very special to me, and I wanted everyone to know I am now married. I'm excited for his what to come, and thank you for your support. And then he was asked about it in a uh, media session, and he said that I am not comfortable... I don't really feel comfortable talking about when I got married exactly, but she's a normal Japanese woman, end quote. If this were, I mean, if this was a normal woman, she'd go, what? Normal? What Is that, that the best thing you could say about me? I'm a normal Japanese woman? Is that all I am to you? Joey, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not what I meant. It's just bad translation. Lost in translation. Maybe she's just, you know, a very private person. She's a normal Japanese. Why would he have to say that? A normal Japanese woman. I, I don't know. <laughs> Would you ever maybe, describe? Maybe there's something lost in translation there. I don't know. Yeah, I guess was that in a media session? Alan, said this, and the, some guy translated it right next. I to believe him? so. Yeah, because uh, they had asked the Dodgers, who were also surprised, and they were like, "We didn't. Even, we now we need to get him a gift, but we didn't know this happened." What do you get, Shohei Otani, as a wedding gift? It's a good question. You know, I mean. That would be a hard one. Yeah, I know. Especially when you just sign into a $700 million contract. I think I'd send them the Breville Air Fryer. <laughs> I like it. It works. It's good. <laughs> Maybe he's got that dog that he loves. Maybe something for the dog. Something like that. Maybe you could send him that farmer's dog. Maybe send him a subscription to the farmer's dog. That would, that would be a good one. Yeah, but I just love... I just, she is a... Like, you had to go out of the way. Like, imagine... <laughs> She's an abnormal Japanese woman, actually. Or if you just said uh, about, like, Ginny, you'd say she's a normal Pittsburgh woman? No, God, I would no, I would never say that. Oh, okay. She'd, she'd, we'd be in a fight for a week. Would you just say a normal Pittsburgh normal, woman? She's a normal Jersey girl? No, you can't say normal. Because, like, like, if you call somebody basic, that's a bad thing like these you're days. Basic, yeah, you're, you're basic, basic yeah. You're basic. You can't do that. So if you're right. saying normal, you're sort of saying the same thing. It's kind of like, like you're basic. This is your basic Japanese woman I married. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, ah, you know what? I just figured I just married this basic Japanese woman to keep me on the straight and narrow now that I've gone to L.A. You know, a lot of things can be different with the Dodgers. have been in L.A. I've gone to the Dodgers, got the $700 million contract just to get some guardrails on me. I married a normal woman. He definitely caught crap from this woman. There's no way. Uh, normal. Show, show, hey, he looks at his phone. He's like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Just picks up the phone. Hello. All you hear is like silence for a couple seconds. Then normal, huh? Mm-hmm. Is that what I am to you? Just normal? Just normal? Was I normal when we took that trip to wherever? <laughs> Was I normal when I did this? Oh, okay. Well, maybe this is somebody that he has been dating for a long time that nobody really knew about. Who knows? It could could be. And, uh, whatever that, I don't... It's just a weird, it's a weird kind of way to announce something. Yeah, and then, like, nobody... I mean, the, the team that you're playing for, that just gave you $700 million that you're in spring training with, had no idea that this was even a possibility. Yeah. Seems a little strange. Yeah, it does.
But I guess this is, I don't know, the Japanese marriage traditions must be different because, as I mentioned before, when Hideki Matsui either got engaged or married, he drew a picture of the woman and held it up to the New York press. And you can, you can Google that. It's great. <laughs> I mean, it was honestly one of the sweetest things that you could possibly do. <laughs> How was the drawing? I don't remember the drawing. Um... Yeah, here. <laughs> Just all right. You got to see it because you're not uh, going right. This is th- we actually tweeted this out back in the day. Oh, we did. Yeah, for years ago because when I brought this up. See, not bad. Ah, uh, now he drew that. Yeah, he drew that. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Oh, that he wow. drew that picture I of her. Say, yeah, I have to say that the uh, the artistic value of that is very good. It is. I remember. But when it I- also looks almost like fake, though. What do you mean fake? Like he drew it. I, mean, I know it's just like on a, a piece like, of paper, like with a like, pencil. It's all it is. I, don't, I know, but I'm just saying it looks like an anime, right? I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's not totally lifelike. But it looks yes. like a little bit like a cartoon. Yeah, but I thought that was sweet. I remember when we did when I brought that up years ago. That then Al and I tried to draw pictures of. No, you know what? There was, was, I don't know if it was here or maybe it was. You and Brian Jones? Yeah, I think we did that. Yeah. We did, tried to draw pictures of our wives. Did not, did, did not go very well. That, I, I am not an artist. I am not even remotely close. Yeah. I can't draw. My dad was so like technically, like he was an engineer. Yeah. And he was so like precise in everything that he did. Like, I am so not that way yeah. when it comes to anything, drawing anything, uh, like engineering. Nothing. Yeah, sure. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you told me to. I mean, I, I've drawn some. There, I got to show you a picture when and Sabrina asked me to draw something. She loves drawing. She's actually got a, a knack for it even more so than I have now. Like, legitimately, she can, she can draw things at six years old better than I can at 41 years old. So she, she asked me to draw something. And I'm like, I don't know what to draw. I haven't drawn anything. So I drew a par three. <laughs> par three. <laughs> that what came to your yeah. mind? <laughs> yeah, with like, you know, just a little fairway, the tee box, you know, the green is and everything. And it came out looking like a like a penis. Because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I think I about it. it. Yes. <laughs> I could see it. I could definitely see it. And I was like, I can't. And then I had to like crumple it up. She's like, Why are you crumple it up? I'm like, you don't know. Just forget about it. I'll draw. Let me try a boat. Uh, let's go to Jim in White Plains. What's going on, Jim? Hey guys, how you doing this morning? All right, Good, Jim. Jim. What's happening? Good. Look, I, you know, with regard to Shohei, what he was trying to say in, in his culture is that she's not an actress, she's not a singer, she's not somebody famous. Oh. Person. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, that that makes sense to me, Jim. I'm glad that you cleared that up. And then that that way that this this woman will not be upset with being called normal. I guess if that's the way it goes in that culture, in yes. that culture, yes, there's <laughs> a normal. <laughs> I mean, there's certain words like you know, in watching uh, Love Is Blind, this guy called the girl, the woman, clingy, and that just was she was distraught. She starts crying. And I'm like, oh my god! He goes, he goes. You know, the last couple of days you've been a little clingy. She's like, clingy. Yeah, well, that's is that what you think of me? That's the clingy. Thing. That's a state. That's the face of a stage five clingy. Yeah, is really? <laughs> is that what you think of me? I'm clingy because I love you. I'm clingy. Is that really clingy? 
You know, and he's like, oh, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Doubling down on Clingy. Oh, that's it. See ya. Certain words, man. Certain words get him. Relax. <laughs> it's another one of those words. <laughs> Just relax. No. No, we're not relaxing. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.